How's it going? Welcome to the live stream. Hope you all are having a great day. Whew, man, oh man, I've been running around like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> oh, let me take a breath. Man. <laughs> Hope you all are having a great day. Uh, if you're watching the repost, make sure to leave comments or ideas or anything you liked or stuff like that or anything you have to add to the discussion, maybe for next week or anything like that. As I say anything like that a few times, man. So I stayed up to like 3 p.m. I mean, 3 I stayed up to like 3 a.m. last night and I got up at, I think, I guess 9. So that was a good five, six hours of sleep. Then I made the mistake of, oh, I can just lay down for a second and I'll be all right. Oh, man. Whew. My back was all stiff. I was like, oh, man, maybe I'll just cancel this and, and, uh, and, and not getting on. Hey, what's up, Rhino54? But I just can't, you know. There's a couple of things my OCD doesn't allow. One is uh, if I know I can actually do it, quitting, and then time. So at like I had, I, I'm, I'm trying some new audio, so I don't know if the audio sounds any better. Hopefully it does because, man, I, you know, I got down here at 2 o'clock. I had to take care of my mom and stuff. Usually I get down here at like 1 o'clock. Start setting up, make sure everything's perfect, and then go take care of everything. Well, since I was running late, 2 o'clock I get down here. And, of course, today's the day I want to start trying out new audio things to get it sounding better. Because I've noticed in the last few weeks the audio was either low or it would clip and it wouldn't sound good. And Yeah, so leave it up to me to pick these days to figure out new things. And uh, Yeah, so... I finally get the audio where I want it, and I look up and it's like 2.45, which means now I got to go get dressed, you know, all this stuff. Luckily, you can only see me and not smell me, because <laughs> I was working yesterday on a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, Rhino 54 sounds fine here. Oh, good, good. Yeah, hopefully it'll sound better. And it, like sometimes when I laugh too hard in the last few weeks, I notice it would pop and it would like clip out, so... Hopefully I can take care of that, or I took care of that. So, but yeah, my OCD, for some reason, I think I've talked about this before. Time, my mind doesn't, you know, being late is like unacceptable. And even like, say my friend's like, hey, can you drive me to this appointment at one o'clock? You know, and he does, and he's not ready by 1230. And I'm freaking out. Oh my God, you're going to be late. You're going to be late. And, it, you know, and I have to tell myself, why do I care about his appointment if he's late, you know? But that's how my mind thinks. So even, what, it's 6, 3.06. So I started like three or four minutes late. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's driving me crazy. I'm like rushing around and trying to get everything done. I have to remember my, see, that's the one thing. I always bring my bottle of water and stuff. Because with without this, man, I, I'd be lost. Whew. Oh, man, man, oh, man. Fun times, fun times. <laughs> Whew. Man, I've actually been getting a lot of stuff done, though. And uh, if you guys follow me on Instagram, man, yesterday I, I actually recorded the whole thing. So I made a video maybe Monday. Well, probably be Tuesday or Wednesday coming out. I think that's the one thing I'm going to try to stop worrying about because for the longest time the last few months or you know 
while I've been trying to be like, it has to come out Wednesday, it has to come out Saturday, you know, then the live stream Sunday. And that's why even last week it was like, I, up, I uploaded a video Saturday, then Sunday the live stream, then Monday. But then, you know, a lot of things got messed up because I wanted to do Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. But uh, the powers that be were just like, nope. <laughs> so, but, yeah, and then, oh, man, I was so frustrated with Sunday's, or Saturday's upload because I got these new uh, memory cards. And they say, you know, it's a SanDisk memory card, and it says read speeds are 150 uh, megabytes per second, or megabits, one of the two. And the regular uh, Pro cards are 95. So when I got these, I was like, all right, they're almost twice as fast, you know, 60, whatever. You know what I'm saying. They're not twice as fast, but they're close. They're a lot faster. Rhino 54, it's 906 there. Yeah, man. That's awesome, man. I love uh, seeing people from other countries comment and stuff, man. I think he's in uh, France. I always want to say Paris, but I think he's in France. So that's awesome. It's awesome seeing you guys come here from other countries. That's the that's the beauty of the internet, man. That you know, people that I would have never ever met in my life come here, and we can all discuss things and talk and hang out, and man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <clears throat> oh, can you tell my mind? My mind's uh, my mind's thinking faster than I'm talking because I keep losing focus. <laughs> I I probably hit like a hundred su subjects already. Ah, <sighs> but that's the problem with OCD. You're like, you can't stop thinking. Hmm. But anyway, oh, the sand, the the, the cards. So, SanDisk has this card reader, and it's, you know, guaranteed. So, when I put the new cards that are, you know, 150 megabytes or megabits or whatever instead of 90, I put the card in my regular reader, and it only read at the 95. Now, why am I paying all this money more for getting the same uh, read speeds? So, I saw that SanDisk sells their own card reader. Sure enough... The first few videos I did, put it in. Bam, got the 150 megabits per second. No problem. So I, I finished, uh, I guess it was Thursday or Friday. I finished shooting the last bit of Saturday's video. And man, thank God something told me to, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> like I say, I'm thinking too fast. So I put the card in for the Sony camera and I transfer it over. To my files on my computer no problem then I put the Lumix in the card reader and something's like oh man you better check that footage just because you know it's on that new setup on my ceiling and all of a sudden I look and all the files are corrupt so I'm like oh man something wrong with this camera you know because I put a new lens on it that's a Canon lens and all these adapters so I thought the camera messed up and corrupted these files so I'm like oh man and I'm trying to figure all this out. And I take the card out and I put it in the old reader. And the files are fine. So I'm like, oh, thank God. I saved myself a whole bunch of time. And blah, blah, blah. Not even thinking. I went to upload the videos to my program. And the Sony, the Sony files wouldn't load. You know, it kept freezing up. It wouldn't load them. So I opened them up and they're all corrupt. And it's like, oh. And I, 
I spent like two hours trying to save the formatted disc. Because if you format, if you take a disc or a hard drive or any kind of uh, media and you format it, you can usually get those files back if you don't write over them. But I didn't, you know, I took the files off. I cut them out and put them on another one. So there was no files to be saved because I've already transferred them. So those files were corrupt. There was no uncorrupting them. Whereas I got lucky with the G7 and, uh, you know, before I transferred it, I saw them. So at least one camera was saved, man. If both of them would have been messed up, man, I would have been really upset. Rhino54, thanks for the Codex video. Haven't had time to watch it, but I will. Yeah, there's two Codex videos, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you can take it. I mean, I think they're I think they're an hour long if you put the two together. <laughs> so people should know how to do Codex now. But if you guys have a different way you do it, make sure to leave comments and tell because you know I'm always looking for new ways in fact uh, hey what's up bootleg blades what's up SLG Foxy yeah glad to have you here too <laughs> but anyway especially with the kydex because like I was getting to say if you watch me on Instagram uh, yesterday I made a video of it but I spent the whole day Redoing this blade because I found scratches on it and there are all these scratches on it So I, I took it and I I grinded scratches out. I re-stone washed it. I even redid the logo Everything looks sweet. I put it back in the Kydex. I don't know if you can see that. Let me Let's see if we get this light on. Oh, that light's not hooked up but uh The scratches right here. Ah oh. So all that work, and I put it back in the Kydex and it scratched it right back up. So I don't really know what I'm going to do with this knife. Let me see. Hold on. I got lights all over this place. Let's see if this will help. Uh, no. You can kind of see them right here. Like that. That scratches. And they're really bad. But man, I had it all fixed and everything looked perfect. And, ugh. Man. <laughs> Chip says he wishes I could put it all together on one video start to finish. You know, Chip, I wish I could too. But, uh, I did, actually, that's why I make those playlists. So you can just go to the playlist. <clears throat> like when you open up my page, it'll say playlist. And I always make playlists of all the stuff I do. So... You know, it'll, it'll start with the video I made Saturday, and it'll go to the other one. The problem with making them all in one video is people don't watch them. Or they'll watch five minutes of them, and then click away, you know. The average view time on videos is like five to ten minutes. So even making that 30-minute video, you know, people only watch a quarter of it, or half of it, or whatever. So that's why I break these things up, and... Actually, that's why I used to only make like 10 to 15 minute videos, but since I stopped like obsessing about how lo how long people watch, I just started making videos that I like, so. Whew.
Bootlegs Blaze says, he said, I've convinced him, no kayaks for him. But I don't know, because look at this karambit. Well, you can't see things. I think that light's plugged in, isn't it? Oh, there we go. Uh, so, this Kydex has no scratches. At all. But here we go. Let's see. Right there. See those scratches? And you know what the thing is? It wasn't, it's not the Kydex. It's my fault. Because I went back and I looked at some videos and pictures and stuff. And the first three or four days, there was no scratches on this blade. Which meant I had this knife all oiled up. I sat it down on something. I picked something up like a stone or something. I slid it in. And it got caught in here. Now I've tried to clean this sheath out. I've tried everything. But whatever happened, you know, I did it because I was careless with, you know, plus, you know, that whole karma thing, you guys have probably heard me saying, you know, I'm not, I don't really care about this knife. I mean, I care about it, but it's not really the kind of knife I like making. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice way of biting me back. <laughs> Like you don't like me, I'll show you. But I got the Kydex done for this one, which is real nice. Boom, no scratches. Everything's perfect. I just got to make sure to not set it down outside of the sheath. This one, because of the rock pattern, you got to slide it up from the bottom. But man, listen to that snap. And this one. So that's what the video is going to be on. Or no wait. No, the video is not going to be on this. The video is going to be on trying to fix that one either Monday or Tuesday. But, whew. See, uh, bootleg blades, we're the opposite. I need to try to learn leather. I'm, I've got leather here. I've got all the tools and all that stuff, but I keep putting it off. One day, <laughs> one day, like all the other projects I say, <laughs> I'm going to do. But now that I've finished up all these knives, I've actually got two guys that I've been talking to, two awesome makers. One guy said he might make me some sand mine. The other guy said he's going to make Damascus. I don't want to really uh, talk too much about it until it comes through. But man, both of these guys are awesome makers. And it almost happened back to back. I was talking to the one guy, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday. And he's like, oh, I can make you some sand mine. Because, I, you know, I really like sand mine. And I really like Damascus. And then, uh, like, Friday, the other guy's like, hey, man, do you want me to make you some sand mine or Damascus? And it's like, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> and I had to tell him Damascus because I don't want two collaborations with the same thing. But they're both, like, excellent makers. So, man, there's, like... It's funny how, because uh, I was thinking a couple weeks ago, it's like, man, I haven't done any collabs with anyone in a long time. You know, I did the Steve Miller and, and the Firekeeper Forge one and the Do-It-Yourself Easy Crafts, and it's been like three or four months since I've done a collab, and then all of a sudden, bam, two guys, and it's like, yeah. But hopefully they go through. 
I don't want to say it because then I'll get my hopes up and, you know, something might happen with them or something might happen to... But anyway, hey, what's up, Aaron? Glad to see you around. Ah. Yeah, so actually, uh, Martin from MS Blades was talking, and he's like, man, can't you put some, fe like, felt or velvet or something in there to, uh, you know, but I don't think that would be possible. Now, see, if, if you used, like, a... Um, Two-piece sheath, you, you could probably do it because you could take the pieces apart, you know, and then line it. <clears throat> the only problem I would see with something like that is you would have to make the tape or something so thick on the blade that, you know, it would compensate for what you're going to put in there, if that makes sense. Because... If I was to make a sheath like this and then just open it up and try to put velvet in there, the knife wouldn't fit because it's so tight around here. Bob Taylor, hey, what's up? So, <laughs> yeah, man, getting moving along. So I think I got a video ready, like I said, from Sat that I did yesterday. And so that should be, but I think I'm going to try to make myself a jig. The jig has been like the one project I've been wanting to do for years, and I keep putting it off. It's like the jig, the friction folder, and, and the and the uh, frame lock are like three projects that were like top of the list, but they keep getting bumped out, you know. Well, the frame lock is just me being a wimp because it's like, oh, I know I'm going to fail at the first one I do, you know. And I've had that, I've had that uh, friction folder. You know, I bet this friction folder has been like this. Let me see. Uh, I hope I don't lose the feed. All right. I've had this friction folder like this for probably a year now. It's got titanium on one side, carbon fiber on the other, and CPM 154 as a blade. You know, I've even got titanium backspacer. But you can see nothing's drilled, you know. And the funny thing is about like this... And uh, frame locks, I've had, I've had all the parts to make them. I've had titanium and all that stuff since, like, my first year of making. Because I was never into fixed blades. I was always into folders. I always bought folders. I always loved folders. I never even really owned a, a fixed blade. But, you know, the more I made them, the more it's like, oh, I've got to perfect how I make this before I move on to the next. You know, once again, that OCD in my brain is like, all right, don't move to the next step till you get this step perfect. <laughs> Bootleg Blades, Dave wants to get jiggy with it. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I've said this for a long time. People are always have that, oh, jigs are cheating, and, and oh, you use your jig, so it's not this and that. But I think if I make a jig, my grinds will be perfect, but I think you have to learn how to freehand grind first. Because what I'm thinking is, like, I use the jig, and I only do from here up, you know? So, I do three quarters of the blade with the jig to get that perfect grind. Because that's what jigs do. They make it a fast production, and they give you a perfect grind every time. 
because you're doing the same motion. But then, after I put that perfect grind in, I want to come back and do the ricasso and all that freehand. Kind of mix the both, but kind of mix the best of both worlds. I have to slow down a second. I can't talk anymore because you know. It seems like a lot of people are like, oh, you either do it all jig or you do it all freehand or, you know, people that do freehand think people that do jigs are cheating and people that do jigs don't understand why people that do freehand don't use jigs, and, you know. <clears throat> it's like one of those other barriers I want to break. It's like, man, you just got to use all, all tools to the best of your capability to make the best knives you can, you know. If I can use a jig to make perfect bevels a lot faster, exactly how I want them, that's great. But that's the thing about using a jig, because you can't, you know, using a jig, you can't get in and do swooping plunges like that. It's impossible. Well, I can't say it's impossible because I've never used one. But, you know, you're set on a jig like this. There's certain things... I don't know. I'd, I'd have to try it, but it seems like it would be a lot harder to do with the jig. So, it seems like mixing the two would be a lot better than one or the other. Ah, see, i got to figure out how to put this knife in so I can tell the person that buys it. <laughs> it, like, comes up from the bottom because it's got that rock pattern on it. So, yep. Ah. Whew. <laughs> Yeah, man. Wow, 25 minutes I've been ranting and raving. Maybe I got to get behind more often. <laughs> My adrenaline is just like pumping. You're going to be late. You're going to be late. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I've taken two breaths this whole time. <laughs> so, let's hit on the, the headline for this live stream. Talent versus skill. You know, I've kind of dabbled on this topic before, and I forgot to wipe my glasses down. Can you tell? All my hot air is fogging up my lenses. <laughs> so, you know, people always look at someone and say, oh, man, he has so much talent. He has so much talent. But, you know, there's that fine line between skill and talent. Now, skill is something that 90 percent of the people I'm just throwing out a number here skill is something that most people can uh, achieve where talent I think is confused with skill a lot of times because there's like oh that person's so talented but there's only like what five percent of people that actually are like uh, I almost said idiot savants but you know people that can actually never play a you know have like perfect pitch in their ear for music or or could pick something up and never even touch it before, and all of a sudden they're doing it perfect. But a lot of people call, you know, building skills and working at something talent, when the real talent is dedication. You know, work, hard work, dedication, putting it through. You know, I've, the th the funny thing is, like people look at my videos or or my knife making and they're like, oh man, I wish I could make knives like that. But they don't see like the two and a half years of me making knives before I even started doing YouTube videos. You know, they don't see all the hard work behind it. You know, Peter McKinnon talks about that a lot. 
You know, he just got like a uh, breakout YouTuber of the year. He's got like 3 million subscribers in like two years. But he's like, look, you didn't see the 10 years of me, you know, working in a camera shop and, and going out and film these, filming these musicians. I can't talk. Filming these musicians and stuff like that. And, and just all these years I put in before I even started the YouTube and all these connections I made. So when people look at someone and say, oh, that guy's so talented, you know, I think they're, they're really meaning, oh, man, that guy is so skilled. Because that person more than likely didn't just stand up and be like, this is what I want to do. Hey, what's up, MS Blades? Glad you made it. <laughs> right on. We were just talking. Your ears must have been burning, Martin. Because I was just talking about you and the, the velvet thing with the Kydex. <laughs> yeah, man. Ah, but yeah, I think talent is, you know, I've said it, I used to say it a lot. You know, um, but I forget how I say it. It's like 5% talent, you know, oh, that's what I used to say. Skill is... 5% talent and 110% hard work. And that's one thing, you know, I used to be able to do a lot of things good. But I never, until I started making knives and doing videos and, and trying to learn videography, I never realized what hard work really meant. You know, I would like, I would sit there and I, I would work a few hours on something and it's like, oh yeah, like my music. You know, music was something that you know, like I said, my dad was a jazz bassist, so I've always been in the piano, cello. So music was something I'd sit there for an hour and, and and fiddle around with and learn. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm better. But that wasn't hard work. You know, hard work is sitting there trying to learn every note for note and all this stuff. And, you know, what I'm doing now, like, it's trying to learn videography is like the biggest challenge because... Especially now that I got two or three cameras because each camera is different. I got to figure out each setting on each one. And, and you know, just little things will, will mess up the whole shot. You know, one thing's just a little bit off and that footage is garbage. And it's like, man, now I have to do that for two or three cameras. But I will say, man, this, this shop has been, I've been working on it. And uh, setting this shop up because... My biggest problem used to be setting up from shot to shot. Like, I'd be working here at the bench. So it'd take me 20 minutes, half an hour to set the cameras up and get everything perfect and, and, and you know, ready for the shot. And then I'd have to break all that stuff down and I'd have to move it over to the grinder. And that'd be another 20 to 30 minutes set up for the grinder and get everything perfect and all that. You know, and, and anywhere I wanted to go, you know, I'd spend 20 minutes or whatever on the knife making, but I'd have to add a half an hour, 20 minutes to set up the cameras. <clears throat> now that I got stuff hanging on the ceilings and I've bought like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, and then the old two tripod, I got seven tripods just like strategically placed. And I've got these uh, quick release things. Let me see where they are. I just had one. I'd probably put it away. Oh, here it is. These quick release plates. So, on all my cameras 
have quick release plates. So all I do is just snap it in. I click it off. I move it from one tripod. I can put it up on the ceiling. Click. You know. So now it's like I've gotten a lot faster at setting up my cameras and stuff like that. So that's one big thing. It's like the whole learning. And that, you know, I had no talent at all when it came to cameras. My dad walked around with a camera his whole life. So, <laughs> Chip says if he had to go through that, he would never make another knife again. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny, the past, you know, I, I've talked about this before. It's funny, the things that life puts in your in your path and shows you, hey, I'm, I never even owned a camera. I barely even used my iPhone as a camera. You know, Instagram, I take Instagram pictures or something of the knife I was making or something like that. But that was the extent of my cameras. I didn't, you know, when I started making, what, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I bought a camcorder for like 200 bucks. And up until last August, that was my camera. And then I'd use my iPhones as backup cameras. So that's, and then August came. And I started really wanting to learn this stuff. And it's like, man, so I bought my first camera in, in August. And now here it is, you know, it's not even been a year and I've got three cameras. You know, I went from one camera and two iPhones to two cameras and one iPhone to now three cameras and no iPhones. So <laughs> it's like, man, it's just funny. And like I said, you know, with my heart surgery, I didn't, I owned a few knives and I owned knives before that, but I never even considered knife making. It's like, you know, don't you just buy knives at the store? I don't even know what knife making is. You know, don't, don't companies make knives? So, you know, then my friend started showing me his knives. You know, this is right after my heart surgery because before that I didn't do anything. You know, I played music a bit here and there. Like if you go back to, the, to this channel and you look you know, like two or a half years ago, it's all just music stuff. You know, my live shows from like the 90s and music videos and stuff like that. But then I did like one or two videos with knife making because my friend got me into the knives. I said, you know, and then, you know, he would, he'd be showing me these awesome knives. And it's like, wow, you know, people are actually making these. How are they making these? And I told that story. I was like, man, we can do this. And I went to Home Depot and I bought mild steel and made my first knife. In fact, I hung it up on the wall because this was the pattern I made. And it was made out of mild steel. I don't even know where the blade is, but that was like the first knife I was going to make. <laughs> A little sentimental, huh? <laughs> so, it's funny. Hold on, I'm distracted. MS Blades, the setup is definitely a challenge, especially when trying to concentrate on a build. You do a fine job, Dave. Thanks, thanks, Martin. Really appreciate that. See, can you... See, that's where, like, my reading... I, I always watch videos and stuff like that because my reading skills are horrible. <laughs> I did, but the, the ironic thing was... Now, here's one thing I was talented at, and it was just like a natural given thing, is uh, writing. 
I could write my ass off. I could write for days. In fact, when I was 16, I liked this girl and she didn't want anything to do with me. So as like a, a little thing to be like, she's like, I'll go out with you, but you gotta write, write me a, a five page essay on, uh, I forget what it was. It was like, uh, how to solve uh, hunger in the world or something like that. And three days later, I had it, five pages. And she was like, good, she, you know, we were like 16 years old, so she probably turned it in as a, <laughs> she probably needed a project done for one of her uh, English classes. <laughs> she went out with me and we went out for a good year or two because I knew how to write. But my spelling, thank God for spell check on computers. My spelling is horrible. My grammar is even worse. But if I could sit down, if someone gives me a topic, I could sit down and write for days. Now, the other thing is, like on this camera, another way I'd get through English class, like we'd have to do an oral report. I wouldn't write out the whole report. I would do like I do on this podcast. I mean, not podcast, on this live stream. I would write out talking points. And I'd get, get up and BS my way through it. Because as you can see, I can rant and rave and talk. <coughs> Excuse me. The more people you put in front of me, the better I perform. And that comes back to the music, stuff like that. So that, in its hands, was a talent. You know, I was given the gift of creativity, the talent to be able to write, to draw, and stuff like that. But then again, drawing, I just spent all days in school drawing. So that probably was a skill I developed <laughs> through boredom. <laughs> MS Blade, it'd be much easier if he had something to film from. You know, like I just said, I bought, you can go on, I bought a camcorder. My first thing I recorded on was a camcorder in my iPhone. Smartphones these days have some of the, in fact, up until, what, a month or two ago, in fact, you know, before I got this Sony in February, was it, it was March or February, I was using one camera and two iPhones, like I said, you know, and then up until three weeks ago, I was using still the iPhone. So, man, smartphones have awesome, awesome pictures. But the thing I see a lot of people do, and, and Martin, I think on your last video, you did this too. I put a link to it because, man, if you guys haven't gone and checked out Martin's uh, knife, I think I put the link in that Kydex video or something. Man, he did a sweet job on that knife. But a lot of people, they film like this, you know, with their phone straight up. If you want to do videos and stuff, do it like this. Film it horizontal. That way it's a full 16 to 9 video. You know, you get the whole video. It comes out. You don't have the bars on the side and all that. Because, you know, if you want to do Instagram and stuff like that, you do it straight up. If you want to do it for YouTube, you do it sideways. And, and man, these these phones are great. In fact, I still have both of them. See? I have it in here just for that. In case I need a fourth camera now. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Sideways and these moment lenses. Let's see if I can find it. 
Now these moment lenses, they're like 150 bucks, but they are well worth the money. If you can't afford a camera, you know, whatever phone you have, they have moment lenses in them. Uh, or they have moment lenses for them, I should say. And... <coughs> Excuse me. Just line it up. Bam. Now you have a wide shot. So what this does... And it takes your, uh, say you're filming and you got this muster, you got this much of the picture. You put this lens on, now you have this much of your room. So it really widens everything out. You know, kind of like this lens. This lens right now is at 11. If I go like this, that's an 18. So you're right, I'm right up in your face. So that's basically what this lens does. It takes it from here and put you to there if that makes sense <laughs> uh, iPads you know the thing is uh, this phone right here I bought this on eBay I think it was like 200 bucks so you can get older phones now the problem with using an older phone is the batteries will die real quick so you might have to spend like 80 bucks to get a new uh, a new battery put in it. But there's a lot of places that will do battery repair. So and there's these awesome apps like uh let's see if this has any life in it. Look, I haven't even charged this for months and it still has battery life, I think. <laughs> Bootlegs Blade says he was using the iPad for editing and hating it. Now see, uh, that's a different story. When it comes to editing, I would at least get an older laptop or something. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, I've never edited it on my phone. See, there's this program called Filmic Pro. Man, I haven't turned this thing on in months. and I'm, See, I went and got the battery changed on this because it was uh, freezing up and stuff. But this is Filmic Pro. And it gives you, like, uh, presets. So you can actually treat this. You know, you can shoot in 4K. That's the one thing. iPhones these days, or, or smartphones, all have 4K. Now, if you want to be cinematic, you can put it to, like, uh, oh, that's a, see, so you want to shoot in 16.9? You can shoot your frame rates. You can, sh you can shoot in 30, 24. Now, I used to shoot, like, uh, up until two weeks ago, or last week, I would shoot everything at 30 frames per second. And uh, I started shooting everything at 24 because it's a lot more cinematic. It gives you, you know, movies are shot in 24 frames per second. And 60 frames per section, second is like fast, you know, action stuff. In fact, the way you can do slow motion, if you don't have 120 frames per second, is you can shoot it in 60 and slow it down to 24, and that's how you get the slow motion. Oh, I didn't see that part. He hurt his back and haven't done any for... Oh, man. that's Sorry about that, bootlegs. Yeah, man. Back pain... Back pain is a, is a, is a bitch. 
<sighs> yeah, man. I feel you there. Man. There ain't nothing worse than back pain. It, it's disability. <laughs> it's debilitating. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Man. Believe me. Uh, through my 20s, my spine, I had like L4 sitting on L5 and was twisted, which would cause nerve damage all the way down through my foot. And man, it, you know, I, I had to go to a chiropractor like four times a week for like a year and it finally started getting better. But man, whew, I feel for you, man. Uh, I use uh, MS Blades, that's what, what I use. I use Premiere Pro and uh, Adobe. It, it, it's like you can pay monthly. It's like 50 bucks. See, I do the whole thing because I like Lightroom. Lightroom is the thing where you take your raw photos off your cameras and you turn them into JPEGs because raw video, raw pictures gives you more editing. You got more dynamic range and you have, you know, more capability. Like if you take a bad picture, you can fix it when it's raw where JPEG, it's all done in the camera. So you're less likely to fix a problem like overexposed or underexposed. So Adobe has a creative cloud suite. And it's, it's like 50 bucks a month, and you get Premiere Pro, you get Rush, which Rush is awesome. You know, people that use Apple and like iPhones and iMacs, they have this thing called AirDrop, where anything on their phone can go right to any other Apple product. And it's like, you ask anyone that's been using Apple for a while, why they still stay with Apple, because Apple's kind of dropped in the last year or so and they say airdrop but now with adobe you got rush so you can edit it on your phone send it to your computer or vice versa but adobe also has smaller things where you can get like two or three programs for like 20 bucks a month and uh i haven't used after effects that much but after effects is the program like if you want to do a lot of effects like or or you want to do a lot of roll-in titles or, you know, uh, you know, green screen where you're in front of a green screen and you crop yourself out and you put yourself on a mountain or something like that. So, yeah. But Premiere Pro, now Premiere Pro, there is a learning curve, but, you know, there's a million tutorials out on, on it. And it takes, I'll tell you what, when you start getting into two or three cameras, Man, I'll sit there and edit for four or five hours. In fact, I'll have to remind myself every 45 minutes to get up. Or I'll be sitting there. I'll even have to, I'll just like take a piss and be like, all right, I'll just finish this a little bit more. 30 minutes later, I still have to take that piss and haven't gotten up. It's like, ah. And, and you get so, well, I get so ingrained, you know, in what I'm doing and what every little piece perfect that I forget everything else. And, you know, it's like, okay, I'll just go make some knives and, Six hours later, I'm finishing up my edits. So that's a lot of times why the videos are late because I'm spending so much time, or I have to go shoot one last part, but I'm so stuck in editing. Either that or my music. Music is my big hang up because I'll be like, oh, I'll just sit down and work for five or ten minutes, relax, and and work on this song, and then six hours later, it's like, all right, oh man, what happened in the last four hours? <laughs> Oh, man. 
<coughs> the day is going to be many decades from now, so I'll fix the back. Home to the worms. <laughs> uh, see, that's one thing about trying to read comments with my bathroom. I missed something. Uh, oh. Any, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lisa check. <laughs> sorry, Blue Lake Blades. I missed. I just read the last part about being home to the worms. <laughs> but man, you know, a lot of people are against chiropractors, man. But man, they work miracles, man. You'll be surprised. So, ah, uh, I think I'm almost out of drink, and it's been uh 50 minutes. Well, 45 because I was a few minutes late. So. Uh, all right, didn't get on half the topics again, but that's all right because I only had like four or five topics. I got on the main ones, so that's all that matters, right? Oh man. <laughs> uh, whew. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right, guys, I think I'm going to call it. And, and uh, I got that video that it maybe it'll be up tomorrow. I doubt it. it'll probably be up Tuesday or Wednesday. But, uh, oh, man, I was so disappointing. I mean, I spent all day working on this knife, and I had it looking beautiful. Then I had to go and stick it back in that damn sheath. Oh, man. And I cleaned the sheath out. I blew it out with air. Ah, ah man. <laughs> that damn Murphy's Law. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a shirt that says that. But <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I got shirts available on my website. Here comes the shilling part. Uh, let's see. I got one, two, three, four. I think I'm going to still try to sell this knife. You know, the better part of me or my OCD says don't sell it. But it's only a few little scratches. Maybe I'll give it for like 40 bucks off or something. We'll see. You know, I am coming up on 2,000 subscribers. But man, that last knife giveaway was just, uh, I don't know. When you say you're going to give something away... All of a sudden, you get all these new subscribers and all these new people commenting and saying all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the giveaway's over and it's like, well, see, like, uh, you know, you know, you guys that have been here for a long time stay here and all that, which is one thing. But when you say giveaway, all these people flock in and it actually ruins the giveaway for the people that deserve it, if that makes sense. So I was thinking I'll give the knife away, but yeah. Someone probably would get it that doesn't deserve it, so. <laughs> I think I'll just sell it. I need to start learning how to sell my knives. That's, man, that, that's, that's my big weakness. I don't know how to sell anything. Shirts, you know, the Amazon links are starting to pick up a little bit. I make probably like 15 bucks a month from that. But, yeah, all the other stuff is like... <laughs> I just don't know how to sell anything. <clears throat> Did I make you feel guilty to go buy a shirt? <laughs> Anyways, like I say, on my website's all those links. And down below in the description's all those links. So thanks for stopping by, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, you guys come here every week and we have a laugh and, uh, you know, talk things out. And, you know, get things off our chest if we need to. Figure things out that we need to figure out. All that good stuff. So, I really appreciate you guys showing up. It means a lot. It really does. You know, and to all you guys that are new here, 
you know, join the club and come in and, and discuss what you want and give us some ideas and we'll talk about all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, man, really appreciate it. So I hope you guys have a great rest of the weekend and uh, a great week. I'll probably see you Monday or Tuesday if you guys are here for other reasons other than the live stream. And, uh, yeah, let's just all have a great day. So thanks for everything. And as always, take it easy.